Hey guys, this is April. Did you know that you can leave us a voice message with your feedback or a question right on our Anchor homepage and we can incorporate it into the podcast? So cool. Head to anchor.fm slash east to west WLS. Scroll down the page a little bit until you see the message button. Using your smartphone, click that button and leave us your feedback or a question and we will drop it in an upcoming podcast episode. We're so excited to connect with you. Thank you for your continued support of East to West WLS. Hi, welcome to East to West WLS, the podcast where we support the bariatric community with humor, humility, and honesty. I'm April and I'm the West. And I'm Jason and I'm the East. Today we have the most amazing opportunity to welcome two women who you probably have not heard of before. You've never met them before, but you are going to like stalk their lives after you listen to this episode. Christina and Alejandra. Hello, welcome. Hello. Thank Hi. you for having me. <laughs> yes, we're, we're so excited to be here. Oh my gosh. I We were introduced through a, a mutual friend that we have had on the podcast and we, we were talking about skin. We were learning about skin and, and, and our friend had said, oh my gosh, you need to meet my two friends who have started a company called Estes Beauty. And oh my goodness, I am so thankful that that connection was made because your mission, your company, your product, your vision, and just who you ladies are as individuals is just phenomenal and so needed in our bariatric community and beyond. So we're very excited to get to know you and, and your company and what you do, how you have really kind of changed the game when it comes to scar care, right? I mean, never heard of that before until I met you. And I was like, oh my God, this is a thing. <laughs> well thank it's just you be... thank you we're just thrilled yeah. we can't wait to like talk to you about it oh oh and ladies and gentlemen if you are into like packaging and like what a product looks like just wait until you see what their beautiful products look like it's and i've asked you this i don't know how many times and i keep forgetting it but you your, your, your packaging inspiration came from the japanese pottery art of fixing things with gold is that correct it's called consume. Okay. It's uh, amazing. It's so cool. Um, uh, we, I mean, we can tell you more about the philosophy behind it, but essentially it just, what the artists do is they'll break a piece of ceramic, they'll put it back together with gold. And after it's been put back together, hard and cracked, it's more valuable than it used to be before and more beautiful and thought to be more special. So basically our wow. scars and our cracks make us more special. Wow. I love that. Right? Isn't that just, it, it's such a different view or, or perspective on our scars, you know, and like, as we were talking about earlier, we all have scars. We've all acquired them for many reasons throughout our life. Uh, I know it's something that I've always neglected because I just didn't think there was anything I could do about them or, or maybe I, you know, I thought, well, I just need to hide them. But to know that there is now, you know, a company and, and, and you two are on a mission to, let us know that our scars are beautiful and they tell a story and we can care for them and we can love them. And, and it doesn't make us, uh, it, really our scars tell a story and they make us a better person. We are more beautiful because of them. And it, it's just an amazing mission. It's, it's an amazing way to look at, at our bodies, especially after they've gone through these, th these big changes. So, okay. So we're super excited to just dive into this conversation, right? And as you guys can probably surmise, it's really just going to be about our skin and the scars that we have acquired throughout our lives uh, and how we can care for them, how we can really make them a beautiful part of our story and of our body. So we're ready to dive in. You guys ready? Ready. Yeah, let's do it. 
Let's do it. Hey, it's April with East to West WLS. I don't know about you, but after I dropped a significant amount of weight, my body just didn't feel like my own and I needed help feeling like it was my own again. So I started receiving chiropractic care. If you live in the Tacoma area, I cannot recommend Grit City Cairo more. Dr. McKenzie is passionate about helping you feel, function, and live better. Check out her Instagram at Grit City Cairo or her website, gritcitychiropractic.com for more info and to book your first consultation. And if you mention East to West, you'll get a discount on your first visit. I feel amazing after seeing her and I think you will too. Oh, okay, ladies. So at the beginning of the show, we always love to give our guests kind of the floor to introduce themselves uh, in whatever way that, that you would like to. So if you feel comfortable telling us a little bit about you know, yourself or your company or just how you kind of came to be who you are, we would love to know your story a little bit. Yeah, sure. Um, well, I think it's important to know that Alejandra and I are sort of related. <laughs> so that's how we that's how we met. And that's like where the whole thing sort of, well, sort of started. Um, she is married to my mother's cousin's son. So we're kind of like cousins-in-law of some sort. Um, nice. And I think uh, the first... I, I want to say that like the first time we really connected on scars was right after Alejandra had a baby, but it all started a little bit before that. Um, I, when I was 23 years old, I went into sudden cardiac, cardiac arrest. Um, I had a heart attack out of the blue and I was in and out of the hospital for over a year. Um, and eventually I was told that I would need to have triple bypass open heart surgery, which I did. Um, and thankfully everything went well and they were able to figure out what was going on inside my arteries. Um, but when that happened, I like had a very sort of strong reaction to this fact that I was gonna have a huge scar going down my chest that people would see and they would know something was wrong with me. Um, and eventually, you know, I kind of learned to love that scar through caring for it. Um, there weren't really any products out there at the time when I went through the surgery. But my doctor had recommended that I buy special ingredients and treat my scar with like extra love and care. And I created this sort of like scar care routine for myself. Um, and it really became like a way for me to connect to my scar and also feel really good about like my health and my heart and that I'm alive because of this surgery that I had, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. So then, you know, fast forward a few years, Alejandra and I are... We're, we're at a, a bridal shower and we're talking. Alejandra had just had her first baby via C-section and we were talking about her scar. And I mean, I can let you talk about it, Alejandra, but you're just not happy with your scar at the time, right? It was, I mean, I at that point had never had major surgery. So, and I, my mom had had four C-sections. So I thought, oh, they're not that bad. You know, like she's fine. And you hear so many people having major surgery and they're fine. So I just didn't even, I had no expectations at all. And this was three weeks after the C-section. So it was literally my first time leaving the apartment because we were both living in New York City. And I, it was like, for me, it felt incredibly traumatic. I feel like a little bit of a wussy saying that because people have survived much worse, but I felt like I had been sawed in half. And now all of a sudden I was expected to like walk around. And so I think there was a lot of emotional trauma with that wound as well. Um, 
but then it, it also, like, I was scared of my scar. It was red and raised and huge. And, you know, the first couple of weeks I had the bandage over it. So you can't even like shower because it can't get wet. So that whole thing, I made it very scary thing, right? I'd never experienced something that was very scary. And then this area around it was completely numb and that felt weird. So I didn't want to touch it because I got that tingling sensation. And I remember asking Christina, I was like, does your scar, like, can you feel anything or do you get that tingle? And she, she was like, oh, you know, she's like, it did at first, but now I kind of like it. And I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, what? You'd like it? And I remember she was so positive about her scar and she was like, I think it looks cool. And I, I didn't think that that was an option. And I know that sounds dumb, but like, I don't know if it's because the way I was raised or because I grew up in the South, like. I just didn't think it was an option to love your scar and think it was cool. I just always had heard scars are like blemishes, they're aberrations, they shouldn't be there, they're imperfections, you can't love them, they're gross. And then a few weeks later, I talked to another friend and she was like, oh, you have a badass mama warrior scar. And I was like, what? It was just like, what's going on? Like, who thinks scars are cool? And I was nowhere near where Christina was in this, like, I love my scar face. I was just like, my world was kind of blown, you know, like, what are people talking about? And I've worked in the beauty industry my whole life. So it's, you know, up until a few years ago, the beauty industry was all about perfection and their special foundations just to cover things like scars and tattoos and things you don't want to be able to see. So it was weird for me to think like that this could be a part of my body that, that I love and, and that I don't, you know, that I don't want to hide or hate or, or cover up. Well, and, and that's, that's a hard part too, to come to it being a C-section scar, because that's something that's supposed to be a joy in your life, a, an abundance of joy in your life, because you created a life, and that's where it came from, and yeah. a lot of people use that, uh, you know, to, to kind of become one with that scar, and say, you know, the, the mama warrior side of things, and say, you know, I earned this, I earned the stretch marks on my belly, I like, you know, all this came because I created a life, and that's just part of me now. So hearing your aspect of how you were raised and the and kind of the attachment you had on it, I mean that that is traumatic. That's a that's a very traumatic situation to kind of go through, and, and it makes sense that you had a hard time wrapping your head around it. But it, it sounds like you've made positive changes since that time, and Christina kind of helped you get there, and that's that's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Christina was a big part of it. I think, but I do think as a whole, society still tells us to hide our scars or erase our scars. A lot of the products out there sort of tout that they're going to diminish your scar, make it go away, fade away. Um, and I don't know why society thinks we should be hiding our scars because well, what are, the they're, blemish, they're parts of our story, right? The word blemish is the, is the part to the, to the kind of the beauty care line that I don't particularly, I'm not particularly fond of. Yeah. Because they'll wrap a whole lot of stuff in that blemish category that a lot of us just don't consider blemishes. But that's also what the media and society has created is the beauty standard that 97% of the you know population just you know can't or shouldn't live up or try to live up to because it's something that's just not realistic. Completely. Like every single human being in the world, I think this is not scientific, has a scar. I mean you can't get to being three years old without falling and scraping your knees at some point. The fact that adults have such good looking knees blows my mind. Cause like <laughs> how many times have you fallen and scraped your knee? You know, <laughs> like, uh -huh. it's just wild. And, and the fact that we're trying to pretend that there are people that have perfect skin. I mean, those images are retouched. There's, you know, it's just not a thing. So 
what I love about Christina's concept for Estas is like to just be a little bit more real with ourselves. Like why set these expectations where we we're expecting ourselves to be perfect. It doesn't exist. You know, let's just love ourselves and everyone has a scar. It's fine. You can still be beautiful and have scars and maybe you can even have a cool scar like Christina's. Right. Or maybe you could even be more beautiful because of your scar. Back to that whole Kintsugi idea, right? Yeah. It, it makes you who you are. And it's it's everything you've been through in life displayed to the world, which how cool is that, right? Right. I mean, you, you especially, Christina, in your situation, being as young as you were when you got your scar and being in a position where, you know, you automatically flip to bikinis are out. I can't do certain types of dresses. Those are out. Like there's things I'm not going to be able to do as a young woman that everybody in my friend circle is doing. So that automatically puts you in a different category in your own mindset. When the flip side of it is without that scar, you wouldn't even be in a friend group because you would be here. So, I mean, that's Exactly. No, it's so true. Like before my surgery, the first thought that went through my mind was like, oh my gosh, now I can't wear low cut dresses. Oh my gosh, what am I going to wear to my wedding? Oh my, I mean, I wasn't, didn't even have a boyfriend at the time, but this is what (laughs) went through my head. Um, I'm going to be the girl with the scar. And like now, obviously I only wear V-neck shirts because. (laughs) Because it's beautiful. Um, But uh yeah. So anyway, we, Alejandra and I had this major bonding moment over scars. I thoroughly tried to convince her that her scar is amazing and she should love it. And I think at that wedding shower, going back to the beginning, um, I don't think she bought into it quite yet. No. Um, she was like, okay, you're a little weird. <laughs> love you, but quite. Uh, um, so I, I went home that night and I was like, I, I know what I'm going to get her as a, you know, first or new mother gift. Um, I'm going to get her this like super luxury scar cream. She loves beauty. She loves skincare. She's struggling with her scar. I feel like that'll bring everything together. And I know that caring for my scar helps me love it. I'll get her like a really fancy scar cream. I went online. I searched for like two hours, could not find anything like even close to a luxury scar cream. I really thought, I was like, the beauty industry has expanded. They have something for everything. They have sheet masks for your feet. Like, how can there not be a, <laughs> a, a, a luxury scar cream? <laughs> like, um, That's a really good point. <laughs> is that, they have something for everything. So, uh, you know, that was sort of like, the light bulb went off and I was like, oh my gosh, like, we need to create this. Of course, the first person I called was Alejandra. I didn't have a gift for her, but I had an idea. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good gift. But Mm -hmm. there's something we have to do. We have to make this line of skincare products because it's not out there. And there's so many women with scars that that need it. Um, So that's sort of where where it all began, but. Wow. Well, what and what I think really makes your story so powerful is something that also that everybody in the bariatric community also experiences. You you have a resistance to loving yourself, and it really takes a lot of people. It takes a community, and it takes other mm-hmm. people saying, "You can. It's okay that I, I I recognize that you're not there yet." But here's how I've been doing it. And I'm just going to continue to show you this. I'm going to make a community. I'm going to make a safe place for you to explore and experiment. And it takes time. 
But it is certainly helpful when not only you see people who are living the way or thinking the way that, that you want to live and think, but when there's also a tool that's out there that we can use to help us get there. So really you two teamed up to, to create a community and a tool to help us reconnect with our bodies and with our scars and get to a place where we can think of them as beneficial or loving or right as a, as a part of us that we're proud of because uh, I absolutely, anybody who's listening or watching this is going to go, no, I, I understand. I understand what, what it means when somebody says, yeah, but you, you should love that part of yourself. And you're just going, you, you're crazy. Have you seen this part of myself? No. Right. But that's, it, 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 it's the stories that we tell ourselves and it's the story, the stories that we have been allowed to, to be told to us by the outside world. And it makes a huge impact on, on how we choose to live our lives. And until we can get out of that story and until we can acknowledge that there is a truthful, different reality out there, we're just going to continue to, to not move forward. No, it's yeah. so it's so true. And that's why when, when we created Estes, one of the most important parts for us was to, yes, to have this product that feels luxurious and helps your scars look beautiful, but also has this message of like, your scars are beautiful. You should love them. You should be proud of mm -hmm. them. They're part of mm -hmm. who you are because mm -hmm. that sort of idea isn't out there. And there isn't a community where people can feel like they can embrace their scars and love their yeah. scars together or or yeah. even someone that's encouraging you to right yes well and just and, and the the the, oh, the 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 japanese pottery thing i keep I, uh, one day i will i will just promise i will remember this but what i also keep thinking about that is that you know when when pottery cracks it's not whole and it's not living up to its its original function right and by filling that with gold you are making that whole again and those scars indicate moments in our life where we were made unwhole right where something happened and our original was 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 changed mm -hmm. and that scar is literally that mark that says no we, we've been brought back together as whole and if we can't embrace that scar we're always letting a little bit out of ourselves, right? We're, we're, we're never really quite whole again. So to interact with the scar, to acknowledge it, to love on it, to care for it, to, to, and to make it a part of your story almost brings us whole again so that we can be the person who we were destined to be. And that is, you know, I really think that that's what you're doing. And I think that's the conversation that you are having in the community and with the world is you're, you're telling people you can be whole again. This is whatever happened to you is okay. It, it, it matters, but you can be whole again with this, with this indication of, of what you've been through. I like love the way you describe that. The idea that <clears throat> I think you use the word change and you know, the only constant in life is change and we're all so resistant to it sometimes, right? But not children, like you see children and they adapt so quickly to new environments. And it just made me think like, as we grow older, I think we get more like, this is the way I look and this is the way I'm supposed to look and it's not gonna change. Yeah. And this is the way my skin's supposed to look and it's always changing. And always. scars I think are just a part of that, right? It's, yes. it, you know, if you could think of it as like just a part of the process of life that things change yeah. and things move yeah. places yeah. and- Yes. And then it comes back together. It doesn't diminish who you are. It doesn't take away from you. But right. um, you you made me think also, I feel like I might've seen this actually on your Insta Instagram account, a meme that said, you can't hate your body into a body that you love. And like, you can't hate on something and then all of a sudden it's gonna be something you love. And I feel like that's no. part of, you know, 
the Estes philosophy, you have to love it and it'll start to look beautiful. But the first step is you have to think of it in a different way, you know? Right. Well, and yeah. the, 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 the pottery metaphor that you guys use really is, uh, you know, it, it's because in the surgery community, we, you know, we speak to our new lease on life after having surgery and, and you know, living and loving our bodies in a new way that we weren't able to do before. And that, meta, you know, the, the pottery metaphor goes so well with what we've done because as putting ourselves back together, we almost feel like we're more valuable now because we are able to go out and do things we weren't able to do for so mm. many years. So it is that new lease on life that we're able to do. And, you know, you speak to change. And I actually had, had put on our stories just today about how, you know, no matter how much confidence you build in your post-op world, and, you know, you get a new body, you get, you know, lose all this weight, you get more confident about yourself. Change is never not going to be scary. Like it doesn't matter. In, in the face of change, you're always going to have some reluctance. You're always going to feel that pit in your stomach that's like, ah, like things are going pretty good. Like I don't know if I really want to step out too, or whatever it is it may be. But at the end of the day, you have to remember, like the why, as the re like we always say, keep the why you had surgery in the forefront of your mind because it's going to serve you well beyond surgery. So that same why, the reason that you had surgery would be the same why you decide to take that promotion or, you know, change your relationship status or do whatever it is you want to do, because we've gotten to a point where we've settled because we thought that's all we deserved. As heavier people, we discount ourselves and our worth. And we get to a point where we think, well, you know, this is just what I get because I, I, I grabbed onto whatever I can get a hold of and I'm not going to let it go now because then I'll be without anything and then what am I going to do? Well, as we start realizing the, cha the positive changes we've made, we realize that can be attributed to more things in life than just our weight or just our appearance or just our, you know, whatever that may be. So, you know, those being able to, to look at it in that way is very powerful. Hey guys, it's April. If you've been following us for a while, you know that my favorite hot beverage is Retreat Drinks Hot Cacao. I love it because it's made with four simple organic ingredients, cacao, coconut cream, maple, and Himalayan salt. That's it. It is decadent and creamy and just hits the spot when I need something sweet. And the best part about it, it's not gonna break my macro bank. If you wanna give it a try, visit their website, retreatdrinks.com and use the code east to west to get 20% off your first order. Extremely. That is, it's a really interesting, well, I think about that a little bit. I have type one diabetes, so you get, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a lifelong thing and you get sick often and people have to save my life at least once a year. And I used to feel really oh indebted God. to the people that saved my life. And I've gotten I think, to a better place <laughs> where I'm like, get in line, like a life for Like if I owed everyone who saved my life, I would have had to die like 30 times now, you know, poor Christina's had to save my life at least three times. Like, oh but I feel goodness. like if you engage with it, you start to get to a better place with like your relationship with the world and society and yes. just, uh, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm always blown away at how 
you know, uh, th this podcast is geared towards bariatric people and our community. And yet when we talk to people outside the community, we always realize, oh my gosh, this is a universal struggle. We like, we had something physically done to us to help us live at a healthy weight, but above and beyond that, it's all the same. It's the same struggle. It's the same, you know, if we want to find success, we really do have to look at things in a different way. And we can learn so much from each other just by having the simplest of conversations, right? And just going, oh my God, I didn't realize that our struggle is is the same struggle. Yeah, no, Amazing. absolutely, absolutely. Um, so will you guys tell us how, what does Estes mean? It does it mean something or is it an acronym for something? Like, how did that come to be? So Estes means every scar tells a story. Um, it was, you know, genius. It's kind of funny. We had a different name when we started, when we were, you know, concepting. We had a different name for that we wanted for the brand, and we wanted every scar tells a story to be the tagline. And then when we tried to trademark it, we couldn't get the trademark. So we we're like, oh, what are we going to call it? What are we going to call it? We went through every word in the world. And I don't know how it happened, but we sort of just created S, the word Estes, which was you know, the tagline originally, but every scar tells a story. <laughs> oh my God. It is. I could not think of a more perfect name. I mean, uh, well done. It's Thank funny. Well Alejandro and I are both Hispanic and people often think that it's like a Spanish word that means something. I mean, it is yeah. a Spanish word, but it doesn't mean anything. No. Scars. <laughs> um, and it's not really related, but it kind of works well with us. Inadvertently, yes. we kind of included a little bit of Spanish in there. <laughs> it's, it's a phenomenal to, to say the least. That is spot on. So will you tell our listeners and our viewers, how did you develop your product? What, what, what process did you go through? What research did you do? How, how did you create this? And then really what, what does Estes Beauty do for, for scars? Sure. So we had, I mean, I want to say it was almost three years ago that this all started and I especially had no idea where to begin. <laughs> I mean, at first I was like, do we just buy ingredients and like try to mix things in our kitchen? Like what, what do we do? Um, thankfully, Alejandro was able to help um, and put me in touch with some incredible people that really helped along the way. Um, we called every chemist that we could get a number for and every chemist turned us down. Um, <laughs> <laughs> because they didn't really understand the concept or they didn't want to work with such a small company or they couldn't, you know, create a small batch. Um, and and we, um, we wanted to get like in there with them. We wanted to get in the lab and like be mixing with them because we, we really wanted a product that was very different than what had been created before. So, you know, we couldn't just send the chemist a brief and have them produce something in the standard way that they did. Yeah. So that was part of our ask was like, so where's your lab? Like, can we go in there and mix with you? And all the chemists were like, you're not a big company. Your first order is going to be tiny. Absolutely. Like, call someone else, basically. Right. Everyone's yeah, like, yeah. call someone else. <laughs> We've gotten so well, used to rejection. <laughs> but you know, what, what I really admire about, about you both is that you, you believed in, you believed in your mission and you knew that you were onto something and you used your expertise from outside of your company and you brought it together because like, Alejandra, you, you were, were in the beauty industry. Like that was mm -hmm. your jam. So it's like, you really knew who to ask or the, or what to say, or, you know, like you had those connections and Christina, you brought the business side of it. You brought the vision and you just kept plugging away because it, 
it was something that you needed in your own life. So in a lot of ways you were like, okay, well, I have to do this for me, but millions of other people also need this as well. And we're just going to continue to fight through this until we get to the yes, right? The one yes. That's, that made I mean, it. that's exactly what happened. We just didn't stop calling people at some point. We're like, maybe we can call a chemistry student and they can help us. Like mm -hmm. we tried everything. Eventually some Someone um, recommended a colleague who had just left uh, a big beauty company to start his own freelance um, formulation company. And we mm -hmm. called him out of the blue, hoping, you know, maybe he would work with us. And his response to us was amazing. He, he was working at a beauty company creating just regular skincare products. And his response to us sent us his whole resume. And he highlighted, we did not tell him what kind of product we, we were going to make, but he highlighted that he was an expert in wound healing. So we were like, oh my God, this is, this is it was meant to be. It was really meant to be. And, and um, when we met him, it was amazing. He had also been through a heart, a recent heart attack. So he and I connected on that level. Um, he was willing to work with us and the rest is history because he helped us create like pure magic. Um, wow. He, he really, wow. because of him, we were able to create the formulas that we were basically just dreaming about. Um, and we created three really beautiful formulas that work very well on scars and feel really lovely when you use them. Well, <laughs> so, and the best part of, the best part about it is that you two weren't willing to give up being in, you wanted to be involved. You wanted to be hands-on. And that's the difference between a lot of people who just want to start a company to be out there and be the first person to do something and people that are doing it for a purpose and a reason, which is going to connect a lot more with your customer base than somebody that actually just went in there to try to get something, you know, and have the first thing, you know, in the market for scar care. So the, the fact that you were willing to stick to that and actually, you know, set you back in, in terms of getting it completed, you know, before you probably could have. You know that that actually, I think, is going to help you guys a lot. Thanks. Yeah, we took our time for sure to, to find the right person. It definitely helped us though in finding the chemist because you're right. If we had been like less, if we had been willing to be less involved, we probably would have found a a very average beauty chemist before this. And because we kept having to, you know, mm -hmm. with our restrictions, keep looking, um, this mm -hmm. chemist just so happens to be a wound healing expert. I mean, it's amazing. And he gave us a whole, he gave us like a four hour class on wounds and how skin heals and all the layers of the skin. And so he really like, before we even started formulating with him, he was like, before we do this girls, like we need to talk, we need to get at least on the same base level about wounds and scars and how skin heals. It was That's awesome. So awesome he had like a four hour course. Yeah. Um, oh. It was amazing. Parts that, were too scientific. I'm not going to lie. There were parts where I was like, what cells are we talking about? <laughs> You, you got like an old school, like, you know, yes. college with notebook. And, no, oh we God. literally did. It was like <laughs> a whole projection. It was, we were taking notes. And at some point I was like, I do not remember my high school biology enough to understand some of this. But. You're like, can I put my hand in the jar, slap it on, rub it around and will it make the car back? Yes, no. Yes. 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 <laughs> yeah, you, you get to the point where you kind of regret like, oh, I guess I really didn't want to know this much, but I'm in it now. So <laughs> we got we got fully oh, in it. 
Oh, uh, but that that is my love language. If, if you guys have been following East to West for a long time, you guys know that we always start off these things. Like when we were talking about skin, like the first question I asked the dermatologist or the esthetician was, what is skin? Like, let's just like start at the very, because we all have to be speaking the same language, right? We yeah. all have to have the same vernacular. We all need to know what's what. If, if you really want to create something from the ground up that makes sense, you have to start at the ground level, right? And that is you guys going back to school for a biochem degree from a from a very <laughs> prominent beauty scientist. <laughs> oh my God. But I also, but Jason and I know what it's like, man. When you, when all of a sudden the right people come into your orbit, it's just like everything snaps together, right? It's just like, oh, this is what it's supposed to be. And it's easy. It's difficult, but it's easy in all of the ways that make the difficult not so arduous, right? I mean, it's just like, mm -hmm. oh, it's very seamless. It's very synchronous. And when your values are aligned, every, all of a sudden, everybody has equal buy-in, right? Now, and now instead of it being like, well, this is something you asked me to do, it's like, oh, no, this is something I'm invested in now because we are all sharing the same mission and vision. And for it to come together on a product that's so beneficial, for people is just, yeah. And when, when we were, you know, talking about this interview, I was really drawn to, not only is it scar care, but it's luxury scar care. And why was that important for you guys to create something that was luxurious? There are a few factors. Um, I, the first one is that because, and I, and really I was thinking about Alejandra and how she didn't like her scar and how she had used a couple like pharmaceutical products, but they like, she, she didn't like putting them on because they felt gross, they smelled gross. So we wanted to make the experience of using scar care feel luxurious, which then encourages you to use it more, which helps encourage you, you to love your scar more, right? And then the other factor was just that, that this, the, this, the beauty space hasn't acknowledged scars as a type of skin um, that should be cared for the way that it's acknowledged, you know, every other type of skin on our body. Um, mm -hmm. we're just, we kind of want to get that out there that like scarred skin is a different type of skin. We all have scars and we, we should be treating it, you know, with love and care and beautiful products as well. Um, not feel like you have to, you know, find some goopy ointment to put on it. That that's, you know, not a, a good experience to use. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and so then also... Yeah. the quality of our ingredients. So we didn't want to have to sacrifice it all on the raw materials or on, you know, like sometimes if you're, if you're trying to do something at a lower price point, you end up have, you'll say like, oh, well, maybe we don't need as much vitamin E or we can lower the vitamin C. And we actually wanted to blast our products with the most of the kind of active ingredients possible. Like we wanted to maximize that. And so we had actually a lot of back and forth with our chemist where he was like, oh, you know, industry standard is like, five percent and we're like well can we do like 15 percent and he's like no like no one does that um and he was like the cost is gonna be way too high and we we kept saying like we'll set the price later like it's not we are not trying to get a low price we want like a really effective beautiful high quality product that feels nice when you put it on your because you can get like you've popped a vitamin e pill before that's like goopy and it gets on your clothes and it's sticky and gross so to kind of get all of those things in balance is a little bit more complicated Hey guys, it's April. I just want to give a shout out to our very first podcast sponsor, Gather Juice Company. 
They're located in my backyard. That's right, Grit City, Tacoma, Washington. And their juices, shots, cleanses, and toasts have really made a difference in my bariatric recovery. If you live locally, swing by their 6th Avenue location and pick up something that you will enjoy yourself. And if you don't live locally, send them a quick direct message and just let them know you appreciate their sponsorship of East to West. You've got this and we've got you. Or was for us at least. You know, and, and really you make a very good point. It's one thing to buy a product and then for it not to work, but it's another thing to buy a product that might be a little bit more expensive, but is so high quality that you enjoy using it. And then when you see the results, it's almost like, oh my God, it's like when you, when you find a product and you just want to stick for it, you know, for life, it's like, oh no, this is my thing now. This is it because it is, it feels wonderful. It actually works, right? And when all those things come together, you, you are motivated to continue to, to use that. And, and mm-hmm. I just know, you know, in my own personal journey, and Jason and I talk about this often, you know, for me to overcome my body dysmorphia, I've had to touch my body, which is not something that I did before surgery, because I didn't realize that I, my life before surgery was from my shoulders up, right? This just got me around, but I did know this was not even acknowledged. And as your shape changes, you really have a hard time wrapping your brain around what you look like now. But one of the ways that I have overcome that is, you know, I, I, I really focus on skincare now. And I, I have a, a whole body skincare routine that I do in the shower. And it forces me to interact with my body every single day. And that has gotten me to the place where I, okay, I know what my size and, and my shape is now. But I would assume it's the same thing when you're interacting with your scars, you are reflecting on that, you are showing love to it, you are acknowledging it, you know, you're just, you know, just, and it sounds so weird when I say it, but it's like, you know, you really do have to touch your body to become familiar with who you are as a whole person. And if you're not interacting with the things that are maybe upsetting you, you're just kicking the can down the road. But if you acknowledge it, and if you love on it, and if you take care of it, pretty soon your mindset is going to shift around around that, that piece of you. No, it's touch is super healing. And I mean, even if you think about it, even with another person, if someone's sad, what do you do? You put your hand on their shoulder and touch them. And even that discomforts them. But one of the other things when we were creating the formula was we consulted a plastic surgeon. Um, we wanted to know, you know, what do you recommend to your patients? What ingredients do you think we could be using? How, how do your patients heal their scars. And he told us everything. And one of the most important things that he told us was that you should use your fingers to heal your scars. We had considered maybe a tool and he was like, no, 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 your own touch is the most healing property that you can do to help your scars heal. And that's, you know, for your whole body, right? If you touching your own skin helps it heal, massages it, it brings circulation to it. And it's like your own skin on itself. So it really brings that love and care to it as well. but it's wow. amazing that like actually touching your scar heals it, <laughs> which, yeah, I mean, this was another, like this plastic surgeon that we met with, um, was another like mind blowing moment for me. Cause I, I was still like, I still didn't want to touch my scar. So I was like, what kind of a tool can we develop? You know, I was like, can it be like a little metal thing and you massage it with the metal thing. And he was like, no, no, you need to touch it. And I was like, no, I don't like, I don't really want to touch it. It feels gross. Like my fingers don't want to touch my scar. I don't like the feeling. And he said, if you treat your scar like an alien, it's going to look like an alien. If you treat your scar like a part of your body, it's going to look like a part of your body. Wow. That makes so much sense. 
Well, and the, oh. and the best part about the, the luxury portion of your skin care, you guys not skimping on the products is it's not like it's a whole body mask that you're going to put on that you're going to go through in a couple of weeks and have to be re up and at some, you know, whatever the price point may be. But, you know, our scars are minimal parts of our body. So using it just in, you know, in sparingly to be able to do those, treat those things is, is a little different. So the fact that you guys stuck to that, didn't skimp on that is, is awesome. But as a man who's been married for over 20 years, I watch my wife's, you know, post bath and shower routine. So I know it, it would, and she's post-op too. She actually just had surgery a little over a month ago. But to me, I look at it like, thinking of how she's always done because she's always had the body oils and the whole like the whole head to toe routine in and out of the shower so she's always been fully onto the whole body you know skincare routine so I looked at that when we started talking and hearing people that didn't really connect with their scars or kind of felt kind of eh about their scars it it pained me in a way to think of how much you know, other women go through that full body skincare routine and for them to have to dip and dodge, you know, five or six of these scars plus a C-section scar maybe in something else because it didn't really mesh with how they felt about their own body. That disturbed me in a way because I'm like, how, and, you know, I can't really connect like that because to me, I, you know, I don't really, the skincare routine is really not a thing for me, full body, but I can't imagine what that would be like for somebody to actually have so much of their surface area of their body that they don't feel connected with. So that's why it was super important for us to be able to talk to you guys today about that and kind of bring more awareness to it because making, you know, it's already uncomfortable enough going through the surgery and being post-op and all that, that, that we wanted, you know, we kind of want to bring more comfortability and normal, you know, normalcy to this type of, uh, this type of routine. Well, and just the, uh, oh my God, the, the, the analogy that you, that plastic surgeon gave you, that is so, that just like, oh my God, that hit me to my core because I really treated my body before surgery as an alien. So yeah, no wonder I never could interact with it or I didn't enjoy it or I didn't think positively about it because I literally thought it was an alien. So I just didn't do anything about it, but I continued mm-hmm. to have a horrible relationship with it. Oh my God. We gotta love ourselves. <laughs> we gotta love our bodies, our skin, ourselves. Yes. It it really makes everything better. That whole mind to body thing, it's real. Yeah. It is real. And so, I, I definitely saw it in my scar. So my first C-section, first scar, I this whole experience, you know, and then I had a second baby, also a C-section. And I was like from the beginning, I was like, this scar is gonna be awesome. Like Christina had reset, you know, rewired my brain already. And it is honestly, this scar so much more beautiful than the first one. And I had incredible doctors on the first go around as well. So it's like, I can't blame. It wasn't that. It, I really think it's my interaction with it. I touched the scar much earlier. I wasn't afraid of it or afraid of the wound. I've been massaging. Obviously, I've been using Estes. That didn't exist first time around. So maybe that helped too. But so much love um, for my scar. And it looks so much better. Wow. And really, I mean, it it, it sounds like it's just been a, a life-changing transformation for you to, to go from, you know, how you used to think of it and yes. interact with it. And that's hard. I mean, how long did that take you? I mean, clearly this wasn't something that just like switched for you overnight. Yeah, maybe like two years. I don't know. When we first started talking about it, I was like, yeah, maybe everyone else can love their scars, but mine is still going to be ugly. You know, You're like, I will not. I defy. 
Well, you should love your scar, but not mine. We're not talking about me. We're talking about you. <laughs> I still don't know if I would put it on display, honestly. I still think it's a work in progress. So now my excuse for not showing my scar is that I don't like my whole tummy area. You know, I'm like, mm. like, I only wear one pieces. I wouldn't wear bikinis. So I think I still like, I've got some work to do on myself. Um, but I love my scar much more. And it really is much more beautiful than the first round. So yes, well, and, and the, the scar stories are kind of fun. You know, if you start talking to people, like I encourage you or any listeners, like go out to dinner and ask a friend for a scar story. And some can be really traumatic, but usually people end up laughing because they have like scars from silly things or they bring back memories. And it's that part's been kind of fun about this brand and getting to dive into different people's scar stories and learn about their life. And it's amazing. And everyone has a story. Like you just yeah. say the word scar and people will like open up and tell you everything. And, and mm-hmm. of course, you know, the stories range from like difficulties to like hysterical things, but um everyone has a story and it's it's fun to talk about these stories even if it was a hard time it's even cathartic to say you know tell your story of what what you've been through and Mm -hmm. how you came out of it um yes it is a fun part of the brand as well that we always encourage people to tell their scar stories (laughs) yes well and again it's another connection point that we can make with people as you said everybody has scars and it's another way that we can build community. It's another way that we can get to, to know people. And as you said, I mean, the more that we talk about it, our, our own scars and our own experience, the more real it becomes even for us, right? So even if we're not where we want to be in our journey, we can at least acknowledge, well, I, I'm not there yet, but this is where I'm at. It's, it's different or it's better from where I was before. And, and that's okay, right? And especially in the bariatric community, we, we really have had to um, embrace everybody where they're at and just, you know, help them where they're at. Cause it's not about, I, I can't, I can't, you know, necessarily make your journey, you know, go faster. That that's not my role. My role is just simply say, well, here's how I'm doing it. Here's how Jason's, here's how we're all doing it. And, and this is a safe place for you to ask questions or to just view and, and see. So it's all about safety. It's, it's creating a place where we can grow and learn at the speed that's right for us in the manner that's right for us. We're surrounded by people in a community who understand that it's gonna take some time and, and to not be judged by the amount of time that it's gonna take you. That's, that's hard to do, but clearly you guys have come up with that, which is amazing. Just amazing. Yeah. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Oh my goodness. You made me think though, April, I feel like we might've talked about this the first time we connected, but it's kind of to love your body and love yourself, regardless of whether it fits society standards. It's kind of like revolutionary. Like it's, it's a little, it's almost like controversial. No, you're really like, and I feel like, I mean, our brand has kind of been that way. When we tell people it's Estes and it's skincare for scars, the first reaction is like, oh, so it's going to make my scars go away. (laughs) Like, no, no. And it takes a while to get people to understand like, you know, scars heal and they can get lighter and they can get beautiful, more beautiful. Some people, their scars might become completely invisible, but you know, if you were to go in there and do surgery, the, the texture, the way the collagen reforms, like there's still, your body still had to heal there, right? It still had to grow back together. So even if you can't see it, there's still scar tissue in there. So <clears throat> to, to get people to understand like scars are there, they'll probably never really go away. The scar tissue is still going to be there, but the way that we engage with our scars can be very different. We can make them look more beautiful for sure. We can put product on them that'll make them look more beautiful and heal in an even more beautiful way. But also like we should love them a little bit more because they're just there. They're a part of us. You know? And that's hard. That's like hard to, to grasp because 
the world and the industry and all the products that we've bought in the past tell us that our scars are going to disappear and go away. And, and then we kind of buy into the lie, you know, we kind of believe it. And then when our scars don't go away, we don't feel good about ourselves. It's a whole cycle. Or, yeah, the or they're the supposed market. to go away, which is yeah. Yeah. The, well, the marketing behind it is, is if the, it doesn't go away, the cream or the whatever solution didn't work because that's, you know, that, that's kind of how it's, it's kind of built on this live and it's going to vanish and it's just going to, you know, you're going to feel hundred percent better about yourself. But I really think you, you know, Alejandro, you were onto something when you first said, I mean, you've got to, you've got to start touching your scar, just become more familiar with it, massage it. And just, that's where everybody can start and not spend a dime. Mm -hmm. like, yeah. Yes. You really going out on the limb where you're going to buy in to actually buying a, a product that's going to make it better. You've mm -hmm. got to, I mean, you've got to kind of learn about your body in that way before you actually are going to do, you know, something on that level. And I think that's where everybody should start at least. Absolutely. Yeah. The, the first step is just touching it and massage it and see how that feels first. Right. Yes. Well, and, and I never would have thought about that, but what, what a really powerful thing to remember is that even if you want your scar to go away from the surface, it will never actually go away. It is always a part of you now. It is always there under the surface. And it, that, yeah, that, that, that's a really interesting mind shift, right? Because if you can just acknowledge this is never gonna go away, this is just a part of me. This is a permanent part of me now. Maybe that is the first step to get you to just touching it, to just saying, okay, well, I guess this isn't gonna go anywhere. So what am I gonna do, right? I'm either gonna ignore it and kick the can down the road or am I, you know, or am I just gonna say, nope, okay, this is it. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna learn to interact with this and, and to form a relationship with it. That's yeah. so powerful. And I would have never, I mean, I guess I've heard scar tissue. I mean, I've heard that term before but I've never actually thought about what it physically is. Oh my mm -hmm. God. Yeah. Wow. Oh my God, you got this conversation every single time we do this i'm always like oh we jason always leave and we go i cannot believe all the stuff that i learned like you're just going like i my mind is blow every single time every single time yeah oh my goodness so us too us too with you april i know mm -hmm. talk to you we're always like oh we learned so much and her energy is amazing <laughs> Right. That's why we do what we do. Cause we, we, we all have, we all have recipes and we all got pieces from everybody else's recipe that we need to, mm -hmm. we, we need it right in our lives to make, to make our recipe the, the perfect dish. So I'm just, Jason and I, we're, we're so thankful that you are willing to, you know, share your story and that you have, you know, created this product and this community uh, for the world, because this is, it's such a big part of, of our own healing as bariatric patients. And I think just as humans in general, right? How do we, how do we become the best version of ourselves? How do we keep ourselves whole? How do we acknowledge that sometimes some cracks form? And then what are we going to do to, to put ourselves back together in a way that is, you know, more beautiful, more fulfilling, just more of who we are. Cause it's not about, it's not about eliminating who we are. It's about letting more of us come, come forward. Right. Cause the more that mm -hmm. we can, the more that we can be present and, and who we really are in this world, the, the, the better we are for the world. So it's, yeah, it's just amazing. Amazing. At, at the end of the podcast, ladies, we love to give, give our guests the floor. So is there anything that you felt left was left unsaid? Is there any advice that you could give to people who are just starting to kind of, you know, maybe interact with their scars or their skincare? W what would you like to, to kind of pass on to people? I mean, we covered this, but I do think the best advice is to just 
love or start to love your skin and your scar and start slow. Just like um, we discussed earlier, like if the first step is just touching, don't even use a product first, whether it's your skin or your scar, just touch it for like a few minutes a day. Um, start slow and then slowly build into it and you'll build a relationship the way any other relationship works in your life. Um, and you can slowly add product to it if you'd like. And if you don't want to, that's fine too. Um, you have to do what's best for you and uh, that relationship with your skin. Agreed. I would say get a friend like Christina because she'll definitely <laughs> get you to love your scar. <laughs> oh, I want friends like everyone needs friends like all of you. <laughs> like this group right here. <laughs> that is, but that is so true, right? You you find the people who are going to uplift and, and, and educate, right? You, you have to find your people. And once you have found your people, ooh, sky's the limit. Sky is the limit. Oh. oh, so ladies, where, where can people find you? Where can they find you, your products? Where, where can they go to learn more about Estes Beauty? Sure. So um, our website is always great. And it's just Estes, E-S-T-A-S, beauty.com. Or our Instagram is a good place to see things too. Uh, it's at Estes Beauty. <laughs> Yes, it is. And if, if people had, if people had questions about, you know, scar, scar care, can they reach out to you or where, where's the best place for them to get a hold of you? We, we're always on DM. So feel free to DM us on Instagram at any time. And then we have, you can email us also. Um, hello at Estes Beauty. Um, we answer every, any question that you have. Um, of course, you can always comment on our most recent post. Um, you can reach us any way you want. Yeah. <laughs> we're available. <laughs> Oh, awesome. Well, we are so excited that, that we have connected with you today. We're so thankful that, that we now get to call you a friend and that we, we can rely on you as a resource in our community and, and beyond. We're just, we're very excited. Uh, yeah, just about everything. You two are amazing women and we are so thankful for, for your time today. We know that you're very busy. Not only are you like entrepreneurs, but your wives and aunties and moms. I mean, oh my God, right? The, the whole thing. Well, thank you so much. We're so grateful to be here and part of this community. It's such an incredible community. Yes. Um, we just feel lucky to be able to talk to you and talk to you about scars um, and very excited about this friendship that we've all made. <laughs> yes. And, and just so our listeners and followers know, you will see these two amazing women uh, often. So they're going to be joining us live. Uh, they're they're going to be coming to VBMs. And we have some other very fun things in the works in the future. So just stay tuned. You can definitely watch our feed because you guys know we always got some in our back pocket. But we are very excited that these ladies will be uh, joining us again in the future for all kinds of uh, very fun things coming up. So good things good things coming thank you so so much we really love both of you we love your whole group we love your community it's so inspiring everything you talk about just every time we talk to you we're like you were re-energized and refreshed and so motivated and inspired it's amazing thank you we 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 learn and grow from each other that's what this is all about we do <laughs> awesome all right jason my friend do you want to take us out Yes, ma'am. Uh, thank you both, ladies. It's uh, your your expertise, your time is both just invaluable. We appreciate it very much. This connection is, is, is has been and will be amazing for years to come. So we appreciate that. And to our community, we appreciate you guys for all the support that you guys give us, all the likes, shares, and follows. 
Um, you do have the ability to not only rate the podcast on your favorite podcast player, but you can also leave us a review on YouTube as well. You can also go on Anchor if you listen to the podcast there and leave us voice messages that we can also incorporate into future episodes of the podcast, which is another way for us to not only get feedback from you guys, but also highlight you know what you guys had to say. So we appreciate those things also. And April, what about the Patreon? Oh, we have a thriving Patreon community, you guys. If you would like to support the podcast in a different way, for $5 a month, let's say, you're literally helping us keep the lights on. You're helping us pay for Zoom. You're helping us pay for the website. All the support that we do, uh, we do in-house and now we do with the support of our patrons. So we would love to have you in, in this very special group. We have monthly AMAs. We have these little fun things that we like to thank our patrons with. So if you're interested in becoming uh, a very prominent supporter of East to West, head to our Patreon page. Just go to patreon.com backslash East to West WLS and you'll see all the good stuff there. We would love That's to great. have you. Love it. We, we, we love all of our patrons. We love all of our supporters equally. So, and just remember at the end of the day, you've got this, we've got you and we'll see you next time. Awesome. Thanks ladies. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye.